Carlow College Welcomes Education Minister, article by Elizabeth Lee. Minister Simon Harris paid a visit to Carlow College on Monday the 15th of November, meeting staff and students. The minister was welcomed to Ireland's second oldest higher education institution by College President Father Conomail Donig and Vice President Helen Marr. Mr Harris was then brought on a tour of the college campus where he engaged with some of the college students and staff. Father O'Mail Donig said that the visit marked a key milestone in Carlow College's history to date. He told Minister Harris that Carlow College has pursued its educational mission over 238 years, during which the regional, national and international context has changed continually. Throughout this period, the College has looked to adapt to these changing circumstances in a manner which has remained relevant to the needs of society and true to its educational objective. He said that over the years the College has embarked on a collaboration process with the higher education sector and since 2017 has engaged in discussions regarding its integration into the framework of the South East region. Minister Harris said, I was delighted to visit Carlow College today and to meet so many dedicated staff and students. The past 18 months have been incredibly difficult for everyone, but it is heartening to hear how Carlow College adapted to all the challenges COVID has brought, and through a lot of hard work and a willingness to be agile in its teaching methods, it continues to deliver for its students. For this, the staff and governing authority deserve huge praise, and I was delighted that I was able to finally visit today to deliver that message in person. Ms. Marr stated that hosting Minister Harris has provided a wonderful opportunity to showcase the unique and transformational educational experience Carlow College has to offer third-level students. The College's strong teaching and research expertise in the area of arts, humanities and social studies has been of particular benefit to a diverse constituency of students in the South East region and further afield. And we look forward to making a significant contribution to higher education provision in the region into the future. Speaking after the meeting, Father O'Mail Donig said he was deeply appreciative of the Minister taking time out of his busy schedule to visit the College. He said, Our region is facing an exciting future in the context of the planned developments for higher education, and I very much welcome the recent announcement regarding the establishment of the new technological university for the South East. 70th edition of Carlo Viana will be launched early next month. Article by Charlie Keegan. The launch of the 70th edition of Carlo Viana, the annual journal of the Carlo Historical and Archaeological Society, known as CHAS, will take place at 8pm on Thursday, the 2nd of December, in the Talbot Hotel, Carlo. Carlo Viana 2022 comes again this year under the editorship of John Kelly, and it's a splendid 204-page production of articles and illustrations. The front cover shows a photo of three ladies, Eth Coyle, Mae Burke and Linda Kearns, at Ducats Grove House in 1921. The back cover features an election flyer for Patrick Gaffney, Padraig Magauna, from Kileshen, the Labour Party candidate for Carlow in the election of 1922. The journal embraces a total of 35 articles. The following is a taste of what readers will encounter in this year's Carlow Viana. 
Christopher P. McQuinn writes about Christianity in Tullow and neighbouring parishes. The world of Abigail Watson and Jane G., Carlo Quaker ministers, is the topic chosen by Myra D. Kavna. The famous Burris Lace is the subject for Helen Doyle, while Dr. Anne Power writes on The Life and Contribution of the Brigidine Lay Sisters, 1807-1922. John O'Donovan explores Murder at Brackley, the unexplained killing of Dean John Finlay. The Dahl Farm Kilcumney, a social experiment, is the intriguing title for an article penned by Edward N. Morn, while Dr. Shea Kinsella's contribution is Colicking, the Custom and the Crime. Then there is History of the RTC, ITC, Part 13, by Dr. Norman Macmillan. Pat O'Neill is writing in a nautical tone about the Douglas River Drainage Scheme, 1871-1874, while still on the matter of water, Eugene O'Connor goes with Poverty and Poaching in Tullow, the 1940s. Christopher Power's contribution centres on Fear and Dread, the Prison Records of Carlo Jail. Lovey Cormac, the old soldier of Drumfay, is the subject of an article from Liam O'Neill. While still on a military theme, Miles Kavna is writing about Army Manoeuvres in Ireland, Bagnallstown, 1919. There is an article with a local medical bent from Helen Doyle, who has written about gender perspective in Carlo Lunatic Asylum. The publication also carries the list of seven lectures planned by Carlo Historical Archaeological Society from mid-February 2022 to mid-November. All in all, the variety of articles in Carloviana makes it a compelling read for people with any connection to the Dalman County. Editor John Kelly is backed by his editorial team of Padraig Dooley, Helen Doyle, Martin Nevin, Dr Seamus O'Murahu, Niall O'Neill, Pat O'Neill and Jim Shannon. The officers of CHAS are Patron, Professor Donald McCartney, President, Padraig Dooley, Vice President, Richard Codd, Secretary, Paul Curran, Treasurer, Lynn Whelan, Editor, John Kelly, PRO, Helen Doyle, and the committee, Fergal Brown, Monsignor Brendan Byrne, Richard Codd, Paul Curran, Helen Doyle, Gary Hughes, John Kelly, Dr. Seamus O'Murahu, Martin Nevin, Niall O'Neill, James Shannon, Bertie Watchhorn and Lynn Whelan. The journal also has seven honorary life members. Dan Carberry, Dr Michael Connery, Kevin Kennedy, Edward MacDonald, Margaret Minchin, Martin Nevin and Pat O'Neill. Carlo Viana is printed by Carlo Advertising and Printing, Straw Hall Industrial Estate, Carlo. The launch of Carlo Viana can also be viewed online on Thursday the 2nd of December and it will be available for sale in the usual outlets around the county. Carlo Brothers win again at the RTE Folk Awards. Article by Suzanne Pender. Carlo Brothers Dermot and Brian McGlynn took top honours at last week's RTE Radio 1 Folk Awards, winning both the Best Folk Group and Best Traditional Folk Track prizes for their band Yvagabonds. The winners were announced at a gala event in Vicar Street, a memorable celebration of the very best in folk music in Ireland from the past 12 months. Yvagabonds were among the big winners of the night, bagging the Best Folk Group Award and Best Traditional Folk Track for their take on the much-loved folk standard, I'm a Rover. 
Hosted by John Creedon and Ruth Smith, the Folk Awards took place in front of a live audience that included President Michael D. Higgins. The duo, originally from Palatine and sons of Grania and Mike Glynn, have enjoyed phenomenal success in recent years and are certainly no strangers to the annual Folk Awards. At the last RTE Folk Awards held in 2019, the brothers scooped three gongs, including Best Album for The Hare's Lament, Best Folk Track for The Foggy Jew, and were also named Best Folk Group. Decade of Centenaries Events Programme Carlow County Council's Decade of Centenaries Committee has put together a wide range of engaging and informative events as part of its 2021 programme. A book commemorating the memories of all Carlow casualties in the War of Independence and the Civil War, entitled Lives Cut Short, will be launched. The book is the work of Carlow Library's own Christopher Power and is a unique body of research that is illustrated with many poignant images showing the final resting places of casualties from all backgrounds in the conflict. Podcast and vodcast productions will also examine issues relative to the period in County Carlow and beyond, focusing on such topics as policing, historical sources, electioneering and the 1918 Spanish flu pandemic. Log on to Carlow Library's website and social media to find out how to access these productions. Work is also ongoing on a number of projects in the County Museum, where relevant exhibitions in the coming months will be unveiled along with two writing projects which will highlight the creativity of local artists and writers. Also in production is a series of radio documentaries on KCLR produced by Dave Barn, which will examine the similarities and nuances of the oral traditions surrounding both the American and Irish civil wars. The Carlow County Council Decade of Centenaries programme is a collaboration involving Carlow County Museum, Carlow Libraries, Carlow Historical and Archaeological Society, Carlow County Council Arts Office and Carlow College.